Today's show is sponsored by Tell Me Your Secret, a bold new podcast and service designed to help you share your secrets in a supportive place, and also a podcast where you can hear other people's secrets. Find more information at tellmeyoursecret.club. Today's show is the last show of season one. What? How did that happen? It's been quite a year and we want to thank you for your support. We love sharing our stories and we love that you're listening. Be sure to stick with us for more hilarity and some fun surprises in season two. This week's show is about some things my sisters and I have wondered about. In the first episode, Jenny wonders if she's ever going to find out the truth about her ancestry. This is actually a bigger deal than you might think. And in the second half of this week's show, Erin and I were fortunate enough to be together when our sister Skye posted a picture of an adorable mini cow. If you haven't seen how cute those tiny cows are, do a search and give a look. They are stinking adorable. Anyway, this leads to a funny discussion between myself and Erin as we wonder, just what are mini cows? What are they used for and where do they come from? But before we get into all that fun, I just have to ask you a favor, which is to please share the show with just one friend and ask them to listen as a favor to you and us. This podcast is a labor of love, and I love bringing it to you each week. But that doesn't mean it's also not a lot of hard work, and I know that myself and my sisters really, really, really appreciate the support. So please spread the word, okay? And if your friends don't know how to listen, please help them figure that out too. There are still people out there who are just discovering the joy of podcasts, so please be their guide. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? As usual, today's episode contains swear words. Stay with us. Jenny has finally decided once and for all to get that damn DNA test done. And it's quite a story. Listen in. Okay, so... Whenever that started to be advertised heavily, like five, six years ago, I, I'm like, immediately, I wanted this. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do this. That is so cool. So Bill got me Ancestry DNA kit for Christmas, uh, probably four years ago. And I was very excited. And then I opened it up and I read the directions and it said, you cannot eat or drink anything within 30 minutes of spitting in the vial. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got to time this just right. And so months go by before I'm not eating or drinking anything within 30 (laughs) minutes, because that's just not how I live. I mean, I'm either always have a cup of coffee in my hand or a cup of vodka. It's what depends on if I'm at work or at at home. So that time goes by and, you know, I stuck it under my bed every now and then I'd see the commercial and I'd be like, yeah, I got to do my ancestry DNA. But at the same time, my family started watching old reruns of forensic files. So I'm starting to think about the, you know, the unintended consequences of spitting in a vial and sending your DNA mm-hmm. off to a lab because I'm like, seriously, 
Seriously, I'm not. They could I'm trace not... you back to the bodies in the freezer is what you're worried oh, about. What if, I just, what if this... my sister is a serial killer and this is how they find her? Exactly. I was really worried about one of my sisters being a serial killer. Yeah. But the truth is, I'm like, what if one day I have to kill somebody? Or what if you find out that? No, I mean, seriously. Well, no, that's true as well. I mean, or reasons you might have to kill somebody and not want to get, you know, caught. Found out. Right. Yeah. So those two things are looming large in my head. So months go by again, months, more months go by. I'm still, my, the DNA kit's under the bed. I'm super anxious to get my results, but I just haven't gotten around to doing it. So finally, like I'm working up the, I'm getting over the, those two things. I'm like, okay, I can do it. I can wait 30 minutes between drinks. I can spit in the vial. And then I start realizing, but wait, you got to spit in a vial. I'd rather cut my vein open and bleed out into a petri dish yeah yeah a goddamn bucket a, a goddamn right. bucket exactly because <laughs> i'm remembering so <laughs> here's my background okay i have a problem with spit and spitting and just talking about it so this is going to be hard but even the movie titanic the first time i saw it in the theater there's a scene where they're spitting off the bow mm-hmm. of the ship and I was doubled over in the theater, trying not to puke. Like I didn't puke, but I almost <laughs> in the theater. So that tells you, and you know, that was how many thirty years ago, however old that movie is. So that tells you what I feel about spit. So and spitting, it's it's if you see someone spit, or you <sighs> see spit, or if you <sighs> have to, or you spit. say, or you say the word spit too many times. Oh God, I'm gonna puke. Okay, okay. remind me. <laughs> All right, remember that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so again, this is years ago. Finally, about uh, six months ago, it was summertime. I got up the cur- the courage, and this was a monumental thing for me. I'm like, I'm gonna do this thing. So I take the vial into the our bathroom, off our bedroom, and Bill's in bed, and I shut the door, and I see. So you open it up, and it has a vial in it, and the vial has a certain line that you have to spit up to. Mm-hmm. So you can't just spit <clears throat> in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have to spit a lot of and spit. spit and spit. So, right. so spit is hanging like off <laughs> your mouth. No, God, don't. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> we don't want her barfing on the recording. Into my microphone. Yeah. Right. So, but I'm like, I've done many things that were difficult in my life. I can do this. So it really was like I was doing breathing exercises. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> and so I'm standing in the bathroom and I spit in the vial and my knees immediately went weak. Like I'm down on the floor. (laughs) And then I look and I'm like, okay, but I didn't know at that time that one spit wasn't enough. So I spit and then I have to look at the spit and I immediately start retching. (laughs) Well, you should have just puked in the thing and sent it. (laughs) I know that would have been way faster and more pleasant. So I look and it's like I'm like one tenth of the way there, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> so the same thing, over and over. I would and like breathe, like psych myself up, and like try to spit, just get spit into my mouth, and like spit in the vial, and be <clears throat> down on the floor. I'm down on my hands and knees, looking, trying to look at the vial. I'm like, oh god, I'm only two tenths of the way there. So seriously, this went on and on, and the noises I was making. I remember coming out of the bathroom going bill i'm sure you're wondering but it was just me trying to spit in the vial and he's like oh i know i know (laughs) (laughs) 
So he wasn't even concerned about No, you. he knew I was trying to spit and that it was going to be a big ordeal. <laughs> How so, long were you in there? Like an hour and a half? Probably 30 minutes. It wasn't an hour and a half, but it was a, probably it felt like it was an hour a and a half. Deal. I couldn't walk afterwards. My, my legs were shaking so bad. And so fast forward to six weeks later, I get my results and I'm just like, I cannot wait to find out like I'm all these different cool, crazy things. Like I'm African. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, no. I've always said, I've always been told and I've always told people I'm uh, Northern European descent. And guess what my results were? Northern European descent. <laughs> yeah. 150%. <laughs> In our next story, myself and Aaron are hanging out and enjoying some rare sister time together, when all of a sudden, we become mesmerized by the world of miniature cows. This is thanks to a post shared by our sister Skye. Listen in to laugh at us and with us and find out probably way more than you ever wanted to hear about mini cows after the break. Do you wish you had someone you could tell your secrets to? Would you like to be able to share your secret in a safe, supportive environment? Are you ready to take a brave step forward and release your secret anonymously to me at Tell Your Secret, a bold new podcast and service where you can share your secret and also hear other people's secrets on the podcast of the same name? If your answer was yes to any of these questions, I would absolutely love to chat. Reach out to Kim, the coloring book coach at tellmeyoursecret.club. Okay, listen in now as Aaron and I rustle up some interesting and hilarious viewpoints, ideas, and maybe even some facts about miniature cattle. So baby cows, are they real? Are they not? Are they They're geneticized? Real. They were spliced. Nice. <laughs> How do you know? Because there has never been miniature cows. How else could they? Where do miniature where do cows come? come? <laughs> we need to find out They're where. Born, but it might be in a petri dish. <laughs> oh They're like animated stuffed animals, right. kind of. So, did we have many cows when we were little? <laughs> if the answer is no, it means they. Were geneticized. That's <laughs> well, amazing. did we have? Uh, yeah, did we? No, there were no mini cows around Stewartville, Minnesota that I saw. Okay. <laughs> did you really think they existed? Like, I, look, if I know, I just saw them the other day when they put when Sky or whoever shared. Maybe that. they really do, but that's really weird. And I think we would have heard about it our whole life if there were mini cows somewhere on this planet. I mean, they're <laughs> really they're like this. Well, why would you dog. raise them? What, it's like here's a mini cow. <laughs> <laughs> Right, what are you going to have? A tiny steak. <laughs> <laughs> a tiny steak from a, a tiny... really petite filet. <laughs> yes. Appetit filet from right. a petite cow. <laughs> the French one made that a thing. You know what? <laughs> Someone's going to do this. They're going to like raise mini cows for like prime mini right. cow beef. Right. Don't do it. Oh Don't do it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, but the best. I just pictured a whole mini meal. Like, like everything's tiny like, size. Little tiny glass of wine, but everything is perfectly. It's like a kid's miniature dish set. <laughs> yes. Only mini meat. <laughs> mini meat. 
next little thing, mini meat. <laughs> you can have your mini meat, prepare your mini meat. <laughs> so I feel like I need to Google. <laughs> you better look up mini meat because we might need to get be the new in and out. It'll be the tiny and little. Or what's, I'm going to say, well, I'm not going to say. Tiny it. burgers from our tiny cows. Is a mini cow a real thing? <laughs> Clearly they're real. But Clearly they're. They're human. Stuffed. They're made by... It could be a new form of artificial intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen. Okay, here it is. Yes, miniature cattle are a real breed. And yes, they are really adorable. These small breed bull cows generally stand at 36 to 42 inches. They're a real breed? They're not geneticized? See, no, this is... (laughs) These are miniature cows. What do they Those taste like? Pet things we just saw that look like fuzzy little puppy dogs is not the same thing. Miniature cows exist. Yeah, but so they do exist. But the the thing is that they were bred by like genetics because there's no way. Why would nature make a baby miniature cow? Look at the pictures of them if they look like one of those little prehistoric ones and find out what they taste like. That's the important thing for what we're talking about. Because think how much room. See, that's bigger. Oh, wait. God, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Now we want want miniature cows as pets. Send that to our group. Send it to the sisters group so Skye really can understand that she can really have one. It could graze on the um, golf course. (laughs) Right. Could be her grass you probably game. don't even hardly need room for those things. Is it? Can you get those furry ones with the horns? But those yeah. horns could hurt you. They could stab your calf. Oh my god! <laughs> for many cows, genetically modified. Is it a form of GMO? Because I'm thinking. That they, everyone, this whole cow problem, I mean, everyone could just raise their own mini cows if you have a small <laughs> plot of grass. Right. We can get back to the land in the form of miniature food. <laughs> they look great next to your bonsai trees. They look like real cows. Oh my God, okay, I'm wrong. Mini Ooh. cows are not genetically engineered to be tiny, and they are not dwarfs. Well, where'd they come from then? How come we never heard about them when we were young? Right. Yeah, I have no idea. Where did they originate? Like, what continent? Genetically modified animal. Animals that have been... See that, so that's real. Too funny. Too freaking okay, funny. Okay, miniature cows are found in various parts of the world. Ireland. Hmm. Did you see any mini cows when you were no, in No, I Ireland? saw no miniature cows. Like <laughs> Damn it. Oh. The Australian lowline was the unexpected result of a scientific experiment. See? Uh-huh. It's a Franken-cow. And then some some of them have dwarfism. Right. I think it is genetic. They're like wiener dogs. Because if you look at a wiener dog, everything's normal about them except for their limbs, which is like a dwarf See, person. others have been recently created by selective breeding. Yep. And uh, what do people do with miniature cows? Do they um, keep them as pets? What the hell are they for? There are 26 breeds of mini cattle. They are often used for small-scale milk production and pets <laughs> or for breeding. See? But not steaks. Right. Oh, that'd be fun. You could have a mini cow and you could have fresh milk. They're only 1800 to $3,500. Dollars? Yes. Oh, that's cheap. Mini cows. And do people use them for pets? Oh, my God. Look at that. 
I know. They're stinking cute. That's how we started this whole conversation. Thank you, sisters. They make great pets, but it's not like you're going to bring it in the house and it's going to be like your dog that gets in your lap. Wait. Does it say it makes good pets? Yes. (laughs) One cattle breeder in Colorado states that many cows are exceptional pets that demonstrate a great deal of affection, are very social, are easy to take care of, and will poop all over your floor. There's a poop question. I added that part that we didn't say that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if you can train them to go outside to do their duty. Because well, a cow pie. Well, there okay. you have it. All right, yes, that's, real. that's our mini cow discussion as Erin and I sit here in Palos Verdes, California, talking about mini cows. Okay, now we know that Jenny is exactly who she thought she was, and also that we're still not quite sure where and how miniature cows are made, and I still think the idea of mini-meat is hysterical, and mini-milkshakes. Anyway, (laughs) thank you for listening and sharing the show with your friends. We love that. The other thing we love is when you help us out with a cookie or two at coffee.com. That is spelled K-O-F-I.com forward slash how in the hell we love you guys and appreciate it so much when we feel the love coming back at us thanks so much to spike who's treating each sister to a cookie every month you're a good guy spike meet you back here next week for more how in the hell did i get here stories until then pay attention my friends you just never know when you might find yourself saying I didn't know at that time that one spit wasn't enough, so I spit, and then I have to look at the spit, and I immediately start retching. (laughs) How in the hell did I get here? Have you checked out the coloring book, Coach? There's a free coloring book over there for you, and the How to Fall in Love with Yourself Toolkit podcast, and so much more. Check it all out at thecoloringbookcoach.com. Our music is by Silent Partner and was found on YouTube's Creator Library. You can find the link on our show notes. Our theme song is Seventh Floor Tango and our ad is Blue Skies. This week's show was written, produced, and hosted by Kim A. Floden with editing help from Carrie Floden.